learning daf and then the gimel and beis. Vein mevarchin al neir ashe aisu. So Mishnah said you can't make a bracha on the neir of havdala until you can have enough from it. So I'm rebuting where havlo ye aisu ye aisu mamish. It doesn't mean that you have to have enough from it, mamish. El kosha ilu omid bekaro vumishtamish laura. It has to be that if you were standing close and you would use the light, in other words, there would be enough light for you to use, then you can make a bracha. Even if you're far away. So even if you're far away, but as long as the light is big enough to provide light for you to use, if you were to be close, you can make a bracha. Even when you're far away, since you could have been then, if you were closer, that's good enough. So on this, it says, It says, A person has a nair, and it's hidden in his uh, in his cheik, like under his arm or under his jacket or something. Oh, bepanas or in like a lantern. Oh, shirash shall have us. Or you saw I shall have us a flame. Well, nishtamish lai, but you didn't use the light. You couldn't use the light. Oh, nishtamish laorav laiyash laves. Or you used the light, but you didn't actually see the flame. So in all of these four cases, enu mavarich. You can't make the bracha. Asher yirash shall have us v'yishtamish laira. There's two conditions to make the bracha of bayre ma'ayre aish. First, you have to see the flame, and you have to use the light. So now, what does it mean? So I understand the case that you use the light without seeing the flame. You can find the kaima bekerenzavis. If the flame is like around the corner, so you're going to see the light, but you're not going to actually see the flame. It's behind the corner. But the other case, where you see the flame, but you don't use the light, how do you... Find that. How could it be? You see the flame, why can't you use the light? Is it not when you're far away? That means you're so far away, you can't use the light. But if you would be close, you could use the light. And nonetheless, the Bryce said it's no good. So that's a caution. And who said that that is good. So when it says low, really that is good. The Bryce is talking about it's, it's going out. In other words, you saw the flame, and as soon as you saw it, it started to, uh, to go out. So you weren't able to use it because it quickly went out. But if you would be able to use it, if you would just get closer to it or something, that would be good enough. That's what the Gemara is saying so far. Ton Rabbanan. On coals that are literally means like uh, glowing, literally means whispering, but it means glowing coals. Almost, almost means it's much less than that. They're not actually red. So you can't make a bracha. Now, heichidam yleichas. So, why are they considered to be leichashais that you can make a bracha? As long as if you were to stick a little twig inside and it would touch the gechalim, touch the coals, it would ignite on its own. So that's called leichashais. If there's enough fire or heat there to make it ignite right away, so then you can make a bari ma'ari ha'esh on that. So now on that note, we spoke about gachalim that are omimos. So what does omimos mean? It means it's uh, it's like dimming. So the word omimos, how do you spell it? With an aleph, omimos, or omimos with an ayin. It says in the Pasuk, The tall cedars didn't dim it in the Garden of Hashem, meaning in Ganeda, meaning to say that it's a lesson of, uh, of putting it to shame, like even the tallest cedars, didn't uh, didn't diminish its greatness. So Akapanim is spelled with an ayin. So you see that you uh, spell the word omimos with an ayin. V'ravam and arav is chaylik on what we said before. We said before that if you're far, even if you're far away, as long as if you were closed up, you could use the light and minana 
So you can make a bracha. Rabbi says no. Yeozu mamish. Yeozu mamish means you mamish have to be able to have a no. It actually sounds like you have to be close enough to have a no. You don't have to mamish have a no, but you have to be close enough to have a no. If you're far away, you can't make a bracha. A kama. Now, how much no do you have to be able to have? How close do you have to be to be able to do what? Amr to recognize the difference between an isr and a pundin, two different kinds of coins. To be able to distinguish between a weight that's used in Tiveria and a weight that's used in Tipari, so you need a certain amount of light to be able to distinguish. So if you have that amount of light, uh, meaning if you're close enough to get that amount of uh, light from the flame, you can make a bracha. On Matei Shabbos, on the fire in the house of Be'ad, as Ayla Rashi says, he lived pretty far away. And as Yehuda Lashita, so, that uh, even though he was very far away, but obviously in reviewed in, in, in Be'ad Adayla, he was using the light. So Yehuda held that even from far away, he could make a bracha. Rav Barcham, he would make a bracha on the flame of Be'guria Barcham, who apparently lived right next to him, and Rav was able to use the light, and that's Rav Lashita, so. And finally, Abayi would make a bracha on the fire bay in the place, in the home of, uh, of Baravua, the son of his father. All right. Amavudam Rav. Ein machazirin al ha'ur, ein machazirin al ha'ur, kederch shemachazirin al mitzvah. You don't have to look after, meaning look for uh, a light, a fire to make the same way you have to look after other mitzvahs. In other words, you don't have matzah, you don't have a lulav, you got to look for it. But if you don't have a nerf for Abdallah, you don't have to look for it. If you have a nerf, you make a bracha on it. If you don't have it, you don't have to make a bracha on it. Amr Rav says, you know, in the beginning, I used to look around. If I didn't find the fire in Matzah Shabbos, I would look for one. But came in the Shema, when I heard what he said, I also don't go looking for it. Rather, if it happens to happen that I have it, if I happen to have it there, so I'll make a bracha on it. If I don't happen to have it there, I won't make a bracha on it. Then the Mishnah said, if somebody makes a bracha, make, he eats, and he leaves the place where he uh, where he ate without benching. So Beishamah says, he has to go back and bench, and Beishamah says, no, he can bench where he is. Now the Mishnah said the case of shachach, or he forgot. So the machlekes is daf what he forgot, meaning he forgot to bench. He left innocently, and then he realizes once he gets where he's going. I forgot to bench. So Beishamai says you have to go back, and Beishamai says you don't have to go back. amazing, but if he left amazing, meaning he knew that he needs to bench, and he knew that he needs to bench here, and he left anyway. So the call the Everyone agrees he has to go back to bench. Even Beishamai agrees. Go back there and bench. Now Pshita. So the Gemara wonders, what's the Chiddush? It's Pashat. Because the Mishnah says if he forgot. Meaning when the Mishnah spells out the Mechleik, it spells out that he forgot. So why would I think that even if he left Bemezid, it's the same thing? No. So the Gemara explains, because I might have said, who had enough you live Really, the same Mechleik applies Bemezid as well. The reason why the Mishnah says the case where he forgot, he left by accident, it's is to point out the Kayach of Beishamah, meaning Beishamah says, even if you left Beishayigig, you, you forgot, you didn't realize, you still have to go all the way back. Kamashulan, so that's what Rav Zvid, Rav Dimi Barabar is saying, no. The Machlaikis is Davka Beishayigig. But Beishayigig, if you left Beishayigig, then even according to Beishayigig, you have to go back.
You have to go all. You're telling me that he has to go all the way back. According to you, somebody who ate at the top of the bira, very tall building. He was on the top floor on the roof. He forgot to bench. And he went all the way down, and he didn't bench. Now, he's got to go all the way back. He's got to climb up all those two hundred stairs. and bench. So Armulem Beisham and Beisila Beisham says Beisila understand you. According to you, Mishishachach Arneki Boreishabir. What if somebody forgot his wallet all the way on top of the building? What Lehalavit Lenla? He's not going to go up to get it. Of course, he's going to go up to get it. So the Chavarat Moila. So for his own honor, for his own money, he'll go up. The Chavarat Moila. So certainly, you certainly have to go up. The Chavarat Moila. Benching is Chavarat Moila, and of course, you have to go up. Hanodrei Talmidi. There were two Talmidim. Chadavik Beshagik Beishami. One of them did b'shaygig like b'shamim, meaning he left b'shaygig, and even though the lach is like b'shilal, he was machmer like b'shamim. He went back up to bench. V'ashkach arnuk did hava, and Itaka found the purse of gold, and uh, he became wealthy. V'chadavik b'mezid. One of them did b'mezid k'b'shilal, meaning he left b'mezid and he benched wherever he went to. He didn't bother going back, even though b'shilal agrees b'mezid. V'achli arye, and he was attacked and eaten up by a lion. Rabbi Barachana v'koazal b'shayirasa. Sigmar says the story. Rabbi Barachana was traveling with the caravan. Uh, they were traveling to the desert. Achal and he ate. Vish livli and he forgot to bench. Apparently they stopped somewhere along the way, and he ate. And they continued on their journey, and he realized that he forgot to bench there. So Amar he said, Hechi yav. What should they do? I will tell them that I forgot to bench. Amrli they're going to tell me barichacha. The barichat and bench here. Wherever you bench to Kajbarhu, you can bench, meaning Kajbarhu doesn't mind. Wherever you bench, it's all good. So he knew that that wasn't going to get him very far. Mutav, it's better that I should tell them that I forgot a golden yona, a golden pigeon. And I have to go back to get that. Amr Lusi told them, Anjali, please wait for me. I forgot a golden yona. Azil, so he went back, Ubarch, and he benched. Takavashka, he actually found a golden uh, Yona. Umaishna Yona, now why did he tell them a golden Yona? He basically was telling them that I have money there, I forgot money there, he didn't want to tell me he forgot to bench. Why did he specifically say a golden Yona? The Mesili Knesset because Kla Yisrael, with their mitzvahs, are compared to a Yona. This way, he says in the past, a kind for Yona. The the wings of the Yona are covered in silver. And it's, another word for its wings, Yirakak is like a gold, the uh, reddish gold uh, color. So the Pasuk describes the wings, and it's a marshal for Kla Yisrael and the mitzvahs. Just like a Yona is not saved, but with its wings. Meaning, how does the owner protect itself? Either it fights off its uh, predators with its wings, or it flies away. They're not saved from their predators, only with the mitzvahs. The mitzvahs protect them. So the mitzvahs are like the kanfayayna. He's going back to bench. He said, I'm going back to get my kanfayayna. Then the Mishnah said, until when can you bench? How long after you finish eating can you bench? So the Mishnah, so the Mishnah said, sheer equal. The amount of time it takes for the food to digest. So now the question is, what's the sheer of equal? 
So, Kamash Yerikol. What's the Shir of Yerikol? As long as a person is not hungry, meaning a person just ate a meal. So, he's full. So, as long as he's full, as long as he's not hungry, so we assume, we assume the food has not yet digested. Once he starts to feel hungry again, so that's already called equal. The food is digested, and now he uh, he can no longer bench. He says, As long as he's thirsty because of eating. And after a person eats, he's thirsty. After a while, that sense of thirst, that feeling of thirst will pass. So when that feeling passes, then we say already that's equal, and he can no longer bench. Some say it was He asked him, Did say that as long as you're thirsty from the Achila, so you can still bench, and after that you have to stop? He says that the shear of equal is to walk for a meal at 72 minutes. So how could he say that the shear is as long as he's thirsty? Here he says 72 minutes. Like, it's not fair. Depends if he ate a lot or a little. Which way uh, is which? Rashi says if he ate an achilam maruba, then you have to wait 72 minutes. If he had achilam wetas, as long as he's thirsty. Then we said if wine comes at the end of the meal, before benching, so according to Beishamai, it's no problem. You can drink the wine. You don't need to save the wine for benching. But he also says no. You need to bench halakos, so bench halakos and drink it afterwards. Then the Mishnah went on to some other halacha, that if you hear somebody making a bracha, so if it's a kusi, don't answer amen, because you never know who he's making the bracha to. But if it's after Yisrael, you can answer amen, even if you didn't hear him say the Shem Hashem, you can assume that he said the Shem Hashem. So the Gemara asks, Yisrael, it seems like if you hear the bracha from Yisrael, even though you didn't hear the whole bracha, Oh, you know, you can answer Amen. And the Gemara is assuming that you're going to be yet to be like that. Yisrael benched. You didn't hear Baruch Hashem, but you can assume that he said that because Yisrael is not a kusi. But but if you didn't hear those words, how could he be yet How could I be yet to be from somebody else if I didn't hear him say those words? So Yisrael explains, no, we're talking about somebody who didn't eat with them. He doesn't need to be yet benching. The question is, can he answer Amin? Avada, he doesn't need to be Yaitzi. Benching, if he needed to be Yaitzi benching, you wouldn't be Yaitzi without hearing those words. The case is, he didn't eat with them. You snatch the opportunity and bench. In other words, if there's a shy who's going to bench, so volunteer, you be the one to lead the benching. It's a zuchus to be the mevarech. You grab the opportunity to bench. So this seems to be saying that the one who benches, who leads the benching, is better. He's better than the ones who answer Amen. Better is the one who answers Amen than the one who makes the bracha. I normally have been a Shemayim. I swear by the Shemayim, Cain that it's true that the God, that the one who answers Amen is greater. Tadan, I can prove it. Charei Gulairin Yardin Umizgarvi Mochama. Because Gulairin, those are like the regular frontline soldiers. So the soldiers, they go down to the battlefield and they fight. And then at the end, the gibari of the real warriors come and they they take home the victory. They finish off the Muhammad. So here too, like the one who's making the bracha, he's doing the hard work. The one who's saying Amen, he's like the Minatzeach. He's the one who's victorious. So here you see that it's better. So why is Rivchia 
Um, why is Rav telling Chia his son? Why is Ravuna telling Rav his son to be Mizami to lead the mentioning and to be mighty to the others? Why didn't they tell him to answer Amin? So the says tonight because it's a mechlekes tonight, whether it's better to answer Amin or to make the bracha to Tanya. Here we find the bracha that says the other way around. Both the one who makes the bracha and the one who answers Amin, they're included in the bracha, right? They're both taking part in the bracha. But they're in the Shemayim, they're going to be more quick. They're going to hasten to bring schar to the one who made the bracha more than the one who answered Amin. It's more chash to make the bracha than to answer Amin. And before we saw the other time, it holds the reverse. Can you answer Amin on a bracha of a child who's learning how to say brachas? Amrulaisi said no. You can answer Amin after everything, after every bracha. Except for the children in school, since they're learning. They're not actually making brachas. Right? They're learning how to say the words, what words to say, but they're not actually making a brachas. You don't answer Amin for that. But that's only when it's not at the time that they're making the haftarah. I will be the miftarah, but when they're making when they're making the brachas on the haftarah, then you can answer. Meaning, we, meaning the halachas a cotton can take the aliyah uh, of mafter, and when he's doing that, so then he's actually making a bracha, and it's to be say, So then he can make a then he can answer amen. He's not learning how to make the bracha; he's actually making the bracha for real. Other rishonim learn that it means when they come to pat to themselves. Meaning, when a cotton is learning how to make a bracha, you don't answer amen. When a cotton is actually making a bracha on a drink or on anything to be yotzei to pat to himself, so then you answer amen. The shemin, if a person is ruggled to anoint his hands with oil after a meal, before he benches, so it's ma'akiv. You can't bench until you put that oil on. Good, if a person is used to putting on like a very good chash of oil, so that's ma'akiv, he has to wait till he puts it on. He says, Just like a person who's mezua, who's, who's filthy, is not allowed to do the avayda. Kach yadayim uzuam ayspulos the bracha. So too, hands that are dirty are possible to make a bracha. You have to clean your hands, remove the zuama before you bench. I don't know what Zilai said. I don't know what Rabbi Zivai said or Rabbi Zimoy said. I almost need to tell you know a brisa that says something else. Some Rabbi Nomer Avamila. Some say we must need to tell it's a brisa. It says in the pasuk v'his kadishtem. What's vis kadishtim? You should sanctify yourselves. Elu ma'im rishaynim, right? Be mekadesh yourself with ma'im rishaynim water that you wash before the meal until sedayim. Then it says v'isem kedushim be kadosh elu ma'im achrayim. Ma'im achrayim is another form of kedusha. Kikadosh ani Hashem, and that's the oil that you anoint before benching. Ani Hashem alikechem zu bracha. That's the brachas of mazon. So this is the makar for ma'im rishaynim, for ma'im achrayim, for the shemen, and for. The bracha.